Hey guys, before we get into the episode, you all know I'm a huge fan of fashion and I have been ever since I was a little girl. And my first job, by the way, was actually at Macy's. And my love for fashion began when I started there because I worked in the fragrance department, but of course my eye was always on the clothes and the makeup and everything related to style. But here's the thing, my relationship with Macy's didn't end once my days of asking people walking by if they wanted a sample of the latest scents came to an end. Nearly 20 years later, I still find myself choosing Macy's time and time again for literally everything. It's become a really beautiful full circle moment that they've been such amazing supporters of our show for so long. And when it comes to shopping, they have everything you need, whether I need a last minute outfit or Kevin needs a last minute outfit for our friend's wedding. We always head to Macy's. They've got us covered. So if you're in need of some retail therapy, perhaps, or looking to spruce up your home or your lifestyle, check out Macy's friends. I've curated a list of some of my favorite items that have helped me upgrade so many parts of my life, really my fashion the most, but of course home and baby and so much more. So check the link in the description and happy shopping Hill Squad. I like to say that hair is a woman's best accessory. And thanks to my friends at Way, they make it possible to have good hair days every day. Let me tell you, Way's hair oil has become a game changer in my hair care routine. So if you're ready to have good hair days every single day, you got to check out Way. Head over to the Way, T H E O U A I dot com to check out their products. And here's a little treat for you guys use the promo code Heal Squad for 15% off your purchase. Yep, the Way, T H E O U A I dot com, promo code Heal Squad for 15% off. Hey everyone, it's Kelsey and Jeff, and we are here to tell you a bit about our partner Anchor. We know that you're a fan of this podcast and maybe you thought, hey, I want to make a podcast too. Well, we have great news for you guys. We want to tell you all about Anchor. It's the easiest way to make a podcast for a few reasons, but to start out, it's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and many more. Plus, you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Do it, you guys, and enjoy the show. I'm on a journey to get better, and I want to do it with you. And I'm not just focusing on physical health. I'm focusing on everything, emotional wellness, spirituality, finances, relationships, and so much more. Every week, it will be my personal goal to bring us, the world's leading healers, experts, and game changers, to share groundbreaking secrets and tips to getting better in all areas of life. Getting better isn't easy, but it's a whole lot easier when we can do it together. Welcome to Better Together with me, Maria Menudos. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to Better Together. When you know better, you get better. Our quote of the day, the world is always going to be dangerous and people get badly banged up, but how can there be more meaning than helping one another stand up in a wind and stay warm? Did I just say that right? Because something, something doesn't smell right here. Hold on, everybody. On my Instagram Live and all of you on YouTube. The world is always going to be dangerous and people get badly banged up. But how can there be more meaning than helping one another stand up in a wind and stay warm? Oh, it's kind of like one of those. It's like a weird poetic It's like a poetic moment. thing. Because I was like, did I read this shit wrong? <laughs> um, all right. Better together. Here we are, guys. Um, we are broadcasting daily. And starting next week, we will come up with an official time. It'll probably be 10 a.m. or 11 a.m. 
Um, we'll be deciding very shortly. Um, if you haven't joined our Patreon, please do. We're going to be doing two shows a week there. Um, and for all of you out there, I hope you're staying safe. I hope you are quarantining. I hope you are overwashing your hands. Use the Dr. Oz method. Um, study it. It's unbelievable. And you really like twirl on your thumbs and your fingers. You get to see how grimy you really are, even after you've washed your hands a billion times. And um, start zinking up as preventative measures. That's what we've been doing here in the house. So um, join us on our Patreon at any level, obviously. And we have some really cool stuff we're going to talk about on the show. So if you are on Instagram Live right now and you want to join us and you want to be better together with us, go to my Instagram stories, swipe up, and join us on YouTube. Bye, guys. All right. So for all of us here on YouTube already, thank you for joining us. Um, we are uh, excited to be with you guys every day. It is, as I said yesterday, becoming my sanity zone where I can shut down and just talk from my heart and help all of us get through this. Um, I was, uh, I was thinking yesterday, I got off the phone with my mom's doctor. So she had her appointments for her, uh, infusions at the cancer lab yesterday at Cedar sinai And I could tell the doctor wasn't wearing a mask. I was on speakerphone with him and Kevin had taken my mom. He was like, you stay home. I'm taking her, <laughs> you know, Kevin ever the warrior. And, uh, I was like, Hmm, they don't have masks. <laughs> so I started thinking, and I don't know if you guys have watched this, but for anybody who's nervous that they don't have a mask, right? You can make your own masks out of bras. Crazy YouTube video. It's amazing and stuff will include it in the summary. But if you take a bra, you can use the strap and it goes around your face and you can put a coffee filter and some citric acid. So I ordered some citric acid. I was going to make some for our doctors. <laughs> I was like, how weird. Can you imagine my doctors wearing my bras on their faces? Hey. No. <laughs> But, but I was—I like, don't see anyone complaining. But like I, I hung up the phone, and there was even more kind of jarring information from that call because my mom's blood platelet count is low, and that could be a side effect of the chemo. It's a little scary. And I just said, "So her next appointment's in four weeks, right?" And he's like, "Yeah." And I'm like, four weeks? We're going to be in a pretty bad place." And so it was kind of scary trying to anticipate if she's going to be able to be cared for in four weeks, right? And so when I hung up the phone, first thing I was thinking of was like, okay, how do we get masks to doctors and nurses? So at first I thought I was going to create an assembly line of my neighbors, like folding tables outside, everyone distanced, everyone gloved, everyone masked and sanitized. We would make our own masks so we can, you know, thoroughly wash everything and mass produce. And then I saw Bethany Frankel on Instagram creating all these kits. And I believe she had something about masks I don't know. I called her and that woman is a gangster. We instantly started putting some plans together to raise funds to um, create masks. She has a manufacturer. I'm checking in to see um, the quality of the masks first because I want to make sure if anyone's donating and if I'm asking any of you to donate that the masks are of the highest quality that we can find right now. Um, she's currently thinking they're going to be about $5 each. And so I know that everybody wants to help in any way they can. And so I was like, if everyone just donated one, right, um, 
there are 15,000 employees at Cedar sinai right now. We can give everybody a mask. Um, and so anyhow, I think uh, I'm working on that. So behind the scenes, we've now shifted from bras to um, true masks, and I'm, I'm working on that. And uh, yeah, it's it's crazy to think that the people who are going to be taking care of us have don't have the proper things they need. And to know that this was not taken into consideration by anybody, like how did we not, like I'm stocking up thinking of us not being able to get medical supplies for my parents for a couple of months, right? And I'm like, I need to make sure my dad is okay and my mom is okay. That's me. How come hospitals and institutions weren't thinking, and the government wasn't thinking about this when, you know, coronavirus was starting to explode everywhere. Totally. That's what a lot of people have been saying is that we're not, we are not protecting the people on the front lines right now. And that's, that is kind of the, the worst criticism I've heard right now of how the government is handling it Mm -hmm. is that, is that lack of quick response with thinking like that. Yeah. I mean, you have, this is what I was saying. Now it looks like they're social distancing at the Trump press conferences. (laughs) so funny i had to did you notice you. that yes yeah. yes so so they're finally practicing social distancing and um i thought that was good but you know if we lose them who's going to take care of us if we lose the doctors and the nurses who's going to take care of us the staff that's going into these hospitals that are risking their lives every day like we have to think about these things and so you know i saw John Bon Jovi, God bless him. He's working at, um, I think it was like a soup kitchen. When you're on the go 24-7 like me, guys, finding ways to make life easier is so important for my health and sanity. (laughs) And that's exactly what my friends at Macy's do for me. From working there as a teenager to now going to them for so many of my daily essentials, it's been my go-to for so many years. And having everything in one place is such a time saver for me. With being a first-time mom, for a while now, as you know, I've had plenty of those and being able to rely on them for all the things has been amazing. Plus having everything in one place has made being a new mom just a little bit easier for me. So I know we're all focusing on our families, our health, hopefully our jobs and everything in between, but it's time to make your life a little easier. And to help you out, I've curated all of my essentials from Macy's for you and the whole fam. All the details are in the show notes below, or you can just click the link in the description to get your hands on them too. I have some new picks on there. This little bomber jacket, this little black dress. You're going to love it. I'm going to pull it up again. But um, anyway, and his caption said, do what you can. You had Dimitra yesterday on the show who you saw has turned her restaurant um, into like a factory to help, you know, um, create a food bank area so that they can send supplies of food and stuff to people that need it. Um, the other thing I thought of, aside from just getting, you know, the wealthier people I know to help donate, um, big amounts of money and hopefully the rest of the better together community, even if you could donate one mask, I mean, God, that would be a huge, huge deal. Um, I also want to create a, um, system to be able to help food shop, for these doctors and nurses who are working around the clock and they're too exhausted. And there was a, a, an image I saw on social media of uh, an ambulance worker in the store with an empty cart and empty shelves everywhere. Like, we have to take care of these people. And so, um, you know, I don't know. I mean, maybe, like, we'll start cooking here for people and tell them they can come to the front yard and, like, I can have a buffet outside and... 
you know, for like Encino Hospital, like or whatever. That's um, true. I was thinking like of things like that. So I'm 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 open to ideas, by the way, if you guys have ideas. But Me I Me too, because it's so cool even with the bras, how resourceful we all are. Yeah. It's incredible. Yeah. And we we can continue being more resourceful. There has to be some way that we can build stuff or make stuff that vacuum cleaner bags apparently are also oh. good ways to make your own um mask. So um that's kind of where my head's been at. I've been, you know, racking my brain trying to figure this all out cuz I started, you know, calling people yesterday to donate and then realize, wait, I got to make sure the masks are effective because I don't want to rally everybody and them not be the best masks possible and whatever and at the best price point, so I'm like I have to do a little quick research, but I am going to follow what um a lot of the great leaders who have spoken whether it's the World Health Organization the Center for Disease Control, a lot of them have been saying acting immediately sometimes is better than acting like methodically, right? Like you can't always think of, you know, out of fear, you have to just go. And so I'm trying to do like the in-between of that. It's a great point. (laughs) Yeah. Um, eh, Reaching for some water. Um, So I think um, the other thing that um, we are going to do today is we're going to talk to Trevor Moad. Steph, if you want to share with everybody a little bit about our friend Trevor Moad. Oh my gosh, yes. So Trevor is definitely a friend of the pod. He's been with us twice now, and he is one of the leading experts in mental conditioning, and he works with the most elite athletes, including Russell Wilson. And he's all about staying neutral and keeping really mentally strong through everything. But so right now could not be more of an important time to just stay neutral, because I know for me, I'm like pulling myself off the edge every five minutes so i'm sure that's what every average american is feeling but he is um he is getting on the line with us shortly we are connecting via skype um and yeah he should be with us very very soon okay perfect um we do have some great people in the chat right now i would love to call you guys out and if you have any questions or things you want to talk about or ideas for us to make do it let's uh, let's do that megan gallagher loving the positivity thank you for watching michael august says hello keely henry hi roger wolf nancy parr nancy parr has thoroughly enjoyed john edward interview a lot of people did which was amazing Mm -hmm. Uh, he was amazing I had no idea what we were going to get in that interview. I just felt like I needed to talk to him. And he had such an incredible take. If you didn't listen to the episode, it was Tuesday's episode, I believe, right, Steph? Yes. Tuesday's episode. And uh, John Edward had such a great take on this. And if we can all listen to it and start to kind of meditate on it and put it into action, um, I think we are going to hopefully advance the speed of recovery with all of this yes also um michael august says i just saw a story of a painter on facebook who's donating masks to local medical offices that's a good idea painters who work with spray paints and the highly um flammable or chemical those are professional masks so i have a friend who i talked to yesterday who was going to donate to my mask fund um and he knows somebody in um, the pharmaceutical companies that has a huge, I mean, hundreds of thousands. So we're trying to see if they've already been allocated somewhere or if we can get them allocated. And so, um, you know, I don't know. Right now it feels like it's California, Boston, New York. And, I mean, Florida is going to probably explode with the mad spring breakers. Yeah. But what other states Wait, are really affected? 
Well, all 50 states are currently affected. That's a new thing. Is it? Uh, yeah. Oh, all, all 50 states, but mostly it's true. It's um, New York, uh, California, Seattle, Washington. Oh, yeah, Seattle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Florida is, that's what some projections are showing. Yeah, but- so I was going to go like state to state figuring out the masks situation. Like you can earmark to your state. Here are the five states so that I'm going to raise this money for right now. And then you can tell me where you want it to go. That's a thing. really good idea. Yeah. But um but we're we're still figuring that out. It is Fun just fact, a crazy Trevor time. Mohad has I'm gonna we have to talk to him about this. He has five different Skype accounts with his name. Oh boy. <laughs> oh boy. This is what you can par- be organizing in this time. Um yeah, one of the things that's been going around everybody and just so you can be safe is be careful who you're opening your door to. Don't assume that they're there for good purposes. Um, a lot of people have been putting out that there are people with hazmat suits going to people's doors, pretending to be testers. Um, you know, listen, that might be propaganda or it might just be giving criminals ideas now. So just be careful. Um, and, um, and just, that's a really good point, Maria. Sometimes yeah. it's like, it's so true. We need humor and I can't wait for you to publish your newest TikTok. Oh, it's published. Oh, oh, it's published. You I guys got to check is. this out. It's so funny because that's, I think the right type of humor because you're still, you know, you're not confusing people. And then when the hazmat, I'm all about a good costume, but I think it does. It's like, it's, it can be scary. Like we already are in kind of a distrusting moment. Yeah. So I, um, okay. So actually it's not posted yet. It's posted in two, one. It's now up. Okay. So my dad and I, (laughs) my dad yesterday. So like I said, my head's exploding with, you know, ideas and preparing and, all of that. And so I was like, dad, we're going to do uh, a TikTok Cause I was inspired. Um, someone had done a video about you can't touch things and they had done like something where their fingers were touching things. And I thought of the song can't touch this, um, quickly. And I was like, dad, we're going to do a video. And so we had a lot of fun with it. Trevor's- and this is Trevor's music in my ears. <laughs> um, Oh, and Trevor's live. What up? Hi, Trevor. We are live. Just FYI. Well, hello to everybody who's getting better together with Maria today. Trevor, is there any way you can flip around, even though we love the view, so we can see your (laughs) face? There we go. Yes, yes, yes. Um, So, Trevor. You see Brad Pitt, Thelma, and Louise? (laughs) Yeah. Well, thank you for lying. (laughs) You know what I'm sitting there thinking, and I'm like, I haven't seen it in a long time. Is he going to quiz me? (laughs) (laughs) I'm no Kevin Undergaro, but I'm doing the best I can. I love it. How are you guys doing today? What a a wild time, mid-March 2020, huh? I mean, 2020 is going to go down as maybe the worst year of our lives. (laughs) And we're two months in. We're a couple months in. Trevor, tell us how this is going to turn around, please. Well, you know, it's interesting. Uh, First of all, um, I love the way that your note you sent me yesterday, Maria, where you're kind of like Russell down 28 points, uh, Green Bay Packers, and just says I'm playing street ball and just going to jump in and and engage and help people. And uh, and I love being in the studio just because nobody really knows um, what to do, how to handle it. You know, I was, I was on with a huge pharmaceutical company earlier today, 
and they're doing like 30 conference calls a day and their people are dying. And I'm, you know, part of me is like, just let your people like spend time with their families, navigate with their kids, get the homeschool set up, like give people a week to orient. Like you're not going to fall behind. Uh, talking with, you know, the, the NBA, obviously, you know, I've worked in the NBA a long time, you know, even Adam Silver. I mean, everybody's <laughs> trying to get their bearings right now. Nobody really knows. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, um, it's interesting when you say let people get their affairs in order, um, because I feel like for the people who have to keep working, that is really difficult. You know, the doctors, the nurses, the pharmaceutical people, the people that are working at Walgreens, they're going to get stuff at the store and everything's gone. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, and then that's where I think we have to rely on, you know, obviously Maria, Steph, you know, uh, and myself being in Southern California, the one thing I like about being here is we're kind of in a high functioning place, but you've got to trust that, that, that our basic needs will be, you know, if it's not one day in the next couple of days, you know, you're going to be okay. But, but I think the best way, you know, in, in, in doing a lot of conference calls myself and, and then, you know, really talking both at the NCAA level and the NBA level. And, um, is just each day has a history and a life of its own. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, the whole idea, Maria, we've talked about it a lot, is, you, you know, you know, I'm a huge believer in this idea of, of being being neutral, which is, you know, this is an incredibly difficult time to be positive because we just don't know enough about tomorrow right now. Um, but there's no upside strategically to being negative. Um, so you have to really give a, a day, 24 hours to kind of play out. Um, however, that's going to work for you. Um and know that tomorrow could be better. And I think the best advice I've been sort of giving people um, and, and really trying to follow myself, you know, I spent one day last week, uh, you know, one of my best friends, Billy Donovan, coaches Oklahoma City Thunder, and they all got uh, rushed off the court and they got had to take the, the coronavirus test. And um, I'm texting him, he's in the locker room, and I watched like eight hours of ESPN, which had no idea how to cover a crisis. And... Um, I was so miserable at the end of that night hmm. about just about everything because I consumed so much negativity unintentionally because I, you know, because I was getting it from ESPN, not thinking if I watch CNN, MSNBC, Fox, I expect to to want to go play in traffic. Hmm. So, so I obviously, you know, outside of a little bit of the press conferences, like I'll watch a little bit of Dr. Fauci, I'll watch a little bit of Good Morning America, watch a little bit. President. All right, friends, let's talk about something we all do. Snack. Trust me, I've definitely overindulged in the past. But as you know, I am focused on my health these days. And I think I found the healthier snack that you don't have to lose out on the flavor. And it's definitely become my go to It first came into the house because of Kevin, he was obsessed with wonderful pistachios. And then I got addicted. And now it's in my travel bag. I don't leave home without it. It's in our glove compartments because they don't melt. Right now, my favorite flavor is the sweet chili flavor. It feels like some of the naughtier kind of snacks I used to use where I used to lick my fingers after. Now I lick them and I feel safer. Um, Plus, Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. That's crazy, guys. So if you're looking for the perfect snack, trust me and head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com to snag a bag of Wonderful Pistachios. You're going to love them. My opinion or other people and, and 
that, that aren't going to be really good at helping you through right now. Um, and ESPN kind of caught me off guard. So the whole next day I watched House of Cards, Jack Bauer 24, you know, because I, uh, I went to Vegas last week to speak to about a thousand people. But every I've had like seven events canceled or postponed. Um, and then, you know, the money I'm supposed to make at them because of force majeure contractually, uh, I'm not getting paid either. So, you know, it's just like, well, you know, um, when I guess one point, then I'll go back to some questions. But my dad used to always say, Maria, life really is responds best to the people that answer this question the best, like the four words, what can I do? And if you if, if what can I do is an exclamation point, we're in big trouble. If what can I do is a question mark, then we got a chance, you know, to navigate this. You know what I'm you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I love that. I love that you because know? it is such uncertain times. And if we yeah. actually spend more of our time giving, that's that's a ripple effect that's felt far and wide. Agreed. And like what 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 can I do? As a wife, what can I do as a daughter? What can I do as a caregiver? Yep. I mean, you're one of the most amazing people in, in that way that I know because you're taking care of your family. You're taking care of other people that nobody knows and you don't tell anybody about. Mm -hmm. Obviously. Yeah, that's gotta... actually a point that's that's interesting you say, Trevor, because I wanted to mention this earlier. You know, it's really easy to start pointing fingers at celebrities and yelling at them for trying, right? Like a Gal Gadot did a video and she had people singing Imagine and, you know, it was, uh, it was her attempt to try to help and it was very poorly received. And everyone's like, we want you millionaires to give us your money and stuff like that. And, and it's like, you don't know what people are doing behind closed doors, right? I do a lot privately that yep. no one ever knows because oh. I'm not sending a publicist, hey, I did this, put it out in the PR. That's how celebrities doing good gets out, is publicists put it out there. They take a picture of you with the cancer patient and they push it out. Right. And so a lot of celebrities remain anonymous. A lot of celebrities do things and wealthy people, whatever, people do things every single day that no one knows. So this isn't a time to judge people um, and, and I think that that's something that, uh, you know, is really hard for people. I, I know. Well, you know, but one of the things I also think when, the, when things do go public, you're like, like Russ and Sierra donated a million meals to the community in Seattle. And what I loved about that, um, and they went on Instagram live and talked about it, but it, they had also, you and I both know this, it does apply some peer pressure. Yep. To other athletes in their communities. Totally. Like an Aaron Rodgers or other, like, you know, what are you doing in Green Bay? Because a million meals, you know, that's that's a lot of money. That's about yeah. five million bucks. Yeah, there's you know, the good side of this that helps inspire other people to step up. Look, when Kevin um, Kevin Love donated $100,000 to the stadium workers, other people stepped up and did it. So it is it, – I'm not saying that you shouldn't um, – you shouldn't put it out there because when you see it, you can be it. And when, um, you know, there is a pressure cooker for celebrities, like they'll step up. The second people say, oh, that's where we should donate. You know, Russell Wilson and, and Sierra donated here. Well, I'll donate there too. Or Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively donated. People want to help. And I think inherently people are good 
and want to do what they can with what they have. Um, yeah. It's just sometimes you don't know what people are doing behind closed doors and then what they can truly handle. You know, sometimes because somebody's um, a celebrity doesn't mean they have what you think they have. Yeah, and, and, and this is the way I also think, um, you know, life also sort of dominated by what we prioritize. Mm -hmm. And I think right now, like if you're prioritizing your family, if you're prioritizing yourself, that's smart because we're being asked to do that, right? Um, so like, you know, I'll just give you my strategy. Like I hired my own private nurse to come every other day, you know, to take my temperature, uh, to monitor like, you know, um, all my stuff. And I, you know, I, Cause I you just had major surgery. I just had, you know, like very few people know, but I had, you know, pretty significant surgery, um, in my stomach. And so I'm like monitoring my wound nonstop. And I don't want to be, you know, I went, I went to double check with my surgeon last week, um, to Cedar Sinai, which is like the best on the planet. And I walked in and it was like, I felt like, you know, everybody was coughing and I was, and I was so catastrophizing, panicking, you know, it, that like, and I was afraid to go get a haircut. So I hired like a, a barber to come meet me at like a third party place because you still need a haircut. I mean, you, anybody looking at me right now is like, bro, that guy needs a haircut so bad. He's got like <laughs> that George Clooney uh, pre ER. But, um, you know, I, I think that, um, you know, prioritizing yourself is important because the, and your family and the better you can do that, then you can help others. Um, I think that that's important. So, and, and, you know, hiring like a private nurse is a good thing because it just, you know, like I high fiber every day, my, you know, my temperature is 98.5 and then just things because it, it helps build my confidence because we never think, you know, particularly late thirties, early forties, you don't, you're not worried about health. I'm more key to it now because I had surgery. I'm six weeks removed from it, but I still have stitches that look like I was hanging out with Nipsey Hussle in Compton. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, um, you know, it's, uh, Steph, you know, Nipsey Hussle, I know you do. Yes, I um, do. Definitely. But, uh, you know, you have to prioritize yourself because then you can help others. Yeah. And, uh, the, the, the Bible says, love thy neighbor as thyself. My dad used to talk about this all the time. Um, but, but he also said, that's really the problem with the world today, Maria, is that, we don't love ourselves. We don't care about ourselves. So how can we help or love anybody else? Wow. You know, and, and so the, the, uh, the Torah says, love thyself properly. Only then can you love other people. And right now taking care of yourself, making sure you're safe, uh, making sure you're monitoring your thing, making sure you're staying connected with your family. I feel 25 times better when Steph texted me just to get on the phone with you guys for 15, 20 minutes just engaging with the world because uh, nobody wants to watch, you know, four seasons of 24 um, as great as Kiefer Sutherland is, um, you know, all day. Well, it adds to the drama we're feeling like the first couple days of this, every so often I would get this like real tight, almost like someone is squeezing my chest in really, really tight. And then I'd have to like spread my arms really wide and take deep breaths that would fill my lungs as big as it could just to calm myself down because it gets to you. I realized I haven't been watching the news in years and now I'm glued to it. And just like you said, even ESPN, you know, no matter what you're watching now, it gets really, really scary and it's really taxing on us emotionally. And 
you know, listen, there are people who are now having to homeschool their kids. Um, I know from doctors, from everybody who's having to do this, they're saying it's a shit show and it's not fun. Um, and trying to control these kids all day long is a lot of work. Um, caretakers aren't able to go take care of people they were taking care of before. So now, you know, my friend's uncle's having to bathe his own mother, um, you know, and, and listen, we're going to do what we have to do. We're all survivors, but it's not comfortable. Um, it's not what we're used to. Um, husbands and wives are going to be home together all day, all night. There's going to be fighting. Um, and so there's a lot of things that we, you know, have taken for granted in a sense, right. Um, that now is going to continue to lay more stress into our lives. And so that's why I thought it was important, um, that we talked to you. And in fact, what we had scheduled for today, we were going to talk to Dr. Barbara Royal, who is uh, the top pet veterinary um, doctor. And I really wanted to urgently know how pets um, can be affected and how they can affect us. And she got called into surgery and couldn't do it. And then I was like, oh my God, Trevor can help keep us calm. So what are your tips for the moms who are now having to homeschool, who have to deal with, you know, all of the, again, it's hard to say like, oh, woe is all of us now. We have to do things that like our for, you know, past generations had to do. You know, we have the luxuries of daycare facilities and things that, you know, other generations didn't have. But it is, it is changing a lifestyle in a dramatic way and it's very stressful. And when you're thinking worst case scenario, which Governor Cuomo in New York today was addressing, you know, the difference in the term of lockdown than what used to be considered. He's like, yes, people in New Rochelle are locked down, but they're able to move around. Don't be afraid. Because my biggest fear is that we're all going to go on house arrest, basically. And we're going to have to stay in our homes, not move and not really have touch with the outside world. And what's going to happen then? And is this going to turn into the wall? With summer upon us, friends, hair is going to be even more important. Yes, we've got humidity, we've got sun, we've got all kinds of things. And sometimes it's hard to find the right shampoo for your hair. Everyone's hair is so different and there's no one size fits all solution. That's why I love Way. They have different shampoos depending on your hair type. Want volume? Fine hair and conditioner will give you that extra oomph you need. If you need some moisture and a little extra bounce, find your happy medium with medium shampoo and conditioner. And for my peeps with thick hair like me, give your hair the hydration it deserves with thick hair shampoo and conditioner. Plus, you guys already know Way carries some of my favorite hair care products I use all the time, whether it's the leave-in conditioner, which is my go-to, or the hair oil. They give my hair this hydrating refresh all summer long. Wash your way to healthier hair. <laughs> See what I did there? With shampoos and conditioners made just for you. Go to the way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com. Use the code Squad for 15% off your entire purchase. That's theway.com, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com. Use the code Squad. Your hair deserves it. Fucking dead. Like my mind starts to spiral. You know, we're going to have to be self-doctors, self-police, self-everything. Um, self, um, and, you know, you start going down those rabbit holes and I start to think of, you know, how damaging this can be emotionally for people and how taxing. So how do you... As by the way, congratulations, a best-selling author of It Takes What It Takes. Yeah, that's awesome. Wall Street Journal, and we just had another one yesterday. I don't know what they are, but um, <laughs> I think like, it's crazy. I think, uh, Maria, I think it was selling like 30,000 copies, so it's pretty, pretty amazing for, for someone with a 50 IQ, so I'm having fun with that. I love it. Well, you, um, you'll probably get a lot more 
uh, orders now because people need to know more than ever how to get to neutral. Because like you say, getting to positive is such a bigger leap, but taking it to neutral is a lot more easy. So how do we coach people right now through this crisis? Because it's like, you can't tell them that things aren't going to get bad, right? Because we know things are going to get bad. Someone yesterday, um, from Cedar Sinai said faith over fear. And I was like, Oh my God, I love, love, love that. I got to Instagram that today. In fact. Um, but how do we, how do we coach people in this time? Yeah. You know, it's interesting. Um, in the last three days I've talked to from the sports world on the leadership side, probably some of the more important people behind the scenes of making really big decisions in the NFL and in college football yeah. and, and basketball. There's going to be no NFL. Like, it's just not going to happen this season. Well, you know, like, I, I don't know that yet, but but I think um, what what I would say is is everything that you, you're you suggesting, like, they're consumed with as well. I mean, um, uh, you know, nobody knows. And, and why don't people ever go to a doctor? Because they don't want to know the diagnosis and anxiety has its most power over us when we don't know what to expect. And so that's why, you know, uh, learning, even from a sports psychology perspective, as I get, you know, eight national championships and going through that experience, the number one thing you want the players to understand is this is what the day is going to look like. This is the crowd, this is the atmosphere, this is your job, this is your role. Well, you know, we don't know those answers right now, but we do know we do know a lot of them, like um, homeschooling. This is what I would say to, to, to mothers right now and fathers, uh, co-parenting, however that's happening, grandparents. Um, um, one thing at a time. Like um, you're, you're, I would sit down and write down uh, 10 or 15 things that are your priorities right now, um, you know, going forward. So um, keeping the kids uh, occupied. Uh, keeping them educated, um, keeping them, um, you know, uh, on task with their, their class schedule. Some schools and some school districts, some public school districts are doing 30 minutes. Some private schools are doing eight hours, you know. But I think you can only do one thing at a time. So, you know, write those things down and then just build a short-term strategy to to cross off one, one thing at a time. And when, when we went to Florida State University or Georgia or any of these programs, you can't do, you know, 15 things at a time, Maria. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, and also I think it's good to like divide the duties in the house, right? Like everyone really needs to know their role right now. Like Kevin's the forager. We send him out. We don't leave the house. We send him out and he's the one who forages for food or supplies or takes someone to the doctors. I mean, I took my dad the other day, but um, that was because I needed to really understand how to use his pump to help him. Um, But I think creating a schedule is really important, and we're going to get some parenting experts on the show next week to help people with this as well. Um, But I think that's such an important point is when you don't know what to expect – right? That's, that's where the real fear is. And, and trying to, to get people to not focus on that, but be prepared for it is where I'm kind of coming from. It's like, let's prepare for the worst as best we can, and then hope for the best. 
and operate from a good place. Like I'm doing funny TikToks with my parents because I can see my dad's face is getting a little stressed. And part of that is he's, you know, trapped in the house and he can't really do much. You know, yesterday he drove to the park and sat in his car. Um, but you know, with my mom and the stuff that we're dealing with, with her, it's really scary. And, um, and so I was like, okay, we're going to do some funny TikToks and dance like stupid heads and all the other people who are dancing like perfect were the opposite (laughs) but we're having fun and we're laughing and I think that's so important so I keep telling everyone laugh as much as you can because there might come a point where we're not able to laugh for a little bit I don't know I think I guess what what's your what's the strategic upside of preparing for the worst in your opinion for me, preparing for the worst is so I don't get caught with my pants down, right? I don't get caught in a place where I don't have medical supplies for my dad and I have to watch him die, right? Or my mom. Yeah. Like, that's what I'm thinking of is I will not. I worked my whole life, Trevor. When I say my whole life, I mean it from a young kid, a little girl. My whole life I've worked to keep my parents alive and healthy. I will be damned if I right. let them go with this. So I'm making sure they're they're stocked up with their supplies, that we're thinking ahead today. I had the vision. I was like, okay, what if we can't get more supplies for his pump and we need to manually test his blood sugars and manually give him insulin. And so I was thinking of those things, right? Like, do we have enough of that stuff as a backup? Um, and I mean, listen, there's only so much I can do. My mom has to go to Cedars to get infusions. If that is impossible at some point, um, then I'm just going to have to rely on faith and God to protect her in this time. But uh, those but are the things that but, I think but that of. won't, Cedar Sinai is the best in the game, you know, with UCLA. Like, like this is this is my challenge. I, I agree with you, and you are going to be prepared. Like you're Maria Menunos, like you're going to be prepared. But emotionally, preparing for the worst takes a huge psychological toll. Um, it's almost like, you know, fifty percent of a drain of your cell phone battery than having the rest of the day to talk on your phone. So, like, my challenge is. Like the more prepared you are, the more confident you are. Yeah. Uh, you know, like the whole idea of self-esteem. People make fun of self-esteem, but but a healthy self-esteem means you can handle life. You know, and uh, I think, hey, I'm prepared. Like I, Kevin and I've done everything we can to prepare for this challenge. And if I'm listening to this right now, and I'm 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 part of the you know two three million followers that follow Maria Menounos um, and better together with Maria Menounos. Um, like confidence is not words. Confidence is not magical thinking. Confidence, and I'm talking about the best military operators, the best uh, uh, business people. I'm talking about the best sports world. Confidence is the belief that you're going to be able to, to, to meet the demands that the task requires. So if, if the pump has a challenge, you're going to be ready. If Cedars-Sinai has an issue, and, and you know, I call it Cedars-Sinai because I still have some follow-up that I got to do with my surgeon. And I, you know, like I, I wanted to know, like, hey man, I'm not coming there. Yeah. If I'm some lady that looks like she's an X file, you know, sitting down next to me because I'm waiting, <laughs> and I'm, what precautions are you taking? And they're like, no visitors. Yeah. You know, like ID at the front, and you're coming in for whatever you need, and then you're getting out. Like mine's all connected to stitches. And I said, yeah, right, no I visitors, that. huh? No visitors. Oh my God! So people are in the hospital alone. But they're kind of only letting you in, Maria. Like you're going in and you're and they're 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 getting you in and out. Yeah. 
like I have like a 30 minute post stitch thing. So uh, my guy Sean who works with us at Limitless Minds. He'll drive with me. He'll wait for 30 minutes, and then then I'll be in and out and go. And I'm gonna have no interest in being there that long. But like education is a weapon right now. Yeah. So now I understand that. Now I know about Cedar Sinai, so I'm not worried. And I know they're not going to close the doors. Um, and your mom doesn't have an elective issue, uh, nor does your, you know, your dad. So they're going to yeah. be good to go. Um, and, yeah, but uh, I've already heard people who have been diagnosed who've had tumors removed and they've biopsied them and said there are cancer cells in there. And their MRIs were canceled to see if there's cancer in their body. Like they're right. like, sorry, that's elective now. And it's like, so I might have cancer and it's elective? Like, so now I just have to wait it out? Yeah. Um, yeah, and, and that's where you just have to have faith, yeah. like that you fix good people and you trust and that the timing, you know, may be a little bit, bit, little bit longer. Um, but what, I, what I'm saying is there are people, uh, you know, like um, one, of the, one of the professional teams I'm working with came up with this idea uh, during this window, win the weight. Win the weight. Like, Ooh, I love that. That's a good one. Know, like there are going to be people that are going to win this time frame. Oh yeah. I'm winning this weight. As a first time mom with a baby, I'm always on the go, whether it's running errands, getting my coffee, going to doctor's appointments, or just spending quality time with little Athena. And that's why I rely on wonderful pistachios to keep me fueled and ready for anything, no matter where I am. Kevin even keeps us bag stashed in the nursery. <laughs> you know, for the nighttime hunger moments. Wonderful pistachios comes in a variety of flavors and sizes, making them the perfect snack to have literally any time, whether I'm enjoying them during a quick break in between taping this show or I'm on the go and it's in the diaper bag. I do carry it in my travel bag and they're in my car. At this point, when I'm leaving the house, I think keys, wallet, wonderful pistachios. <laughs> Bonus, Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts with six grams of protein in every one ounce serving. So on top of all that, they keep me feeling satisfied. I'm energized while I'm juggling all this crazy stuff in life. Next time you're looking for a convenient and guilt-free snack, head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com and stock up on your favorite flavors today. Minus the sweet chili. They're going to win it. Totally. You know, and then at the end of it, their, their concept was worth the wait. You know, like it, it was worth the patience and the way. And, you know, I was having a conversation with one of the teams. How do we keep people motivated right now? Well, it's really hard to stay motivated because you don't know when you're starting again. Yeah. Professionally. But stay the course. Stay on the mission. Um, I think that's what really matters right now is that's what we need to do. Um, and that's what I think is in our control. Um, what you're doing every day is you're making time like – you also have a really cool movie theater. So I think like you have a cool opportunity. Like last night I watched rising sun the day before I watched the fugitive. I went to Oscar winners, you know, like a young handsome Harrison Ford. And, and I, I don't want to watch eight hours of movies, but like, I want to, why not engage? I haven't been able to watch the fugitive in years. So my challenge is like, how do you have a really cool balance? Just like I was talking to some of my business partners, like, why are you getting up at six? Get up at nine. And they're like, oh, yeah, get up at nine, sleep an extra three hours. And then, you know, we don't need to, you don't need to, you know, there's no plane to get on right now. Yeah. I just think um, if it doesn't challenge you, it doesn't change you. And we all have an equal opportunity to be unequal through this process. Wow. I love that. I love that. And I, I really, I do agree with when the weight you know, we were at After Buzz, we shifted 
instantly and went to um, programming where everyone could do it from their quarantined homes and um, and we are the only ones in our space that have been able to continue broadcasting safely and here as well. And so for me, it is about winning the weight and staying active and positive through this. I don't want to be sitting on my couch eating nachos every day because by the way, I'm doing it at night anyway. So if I'm doing it during the day and the night, I am definitely going to be headed for another TV show. We don't need to name, but, um, yeah, Uh, We do have some questions from our chat, uh, Trevor. So Megan Lynn wants to know, between the good stories and the bad news coming out of this every day, I feel like I'm constantly swaying from one emotional extreme to another. Damn, I agree. How do you find balance? So, you know, you have to understand the basic fundamentals of psychology. Like, there's not a fair balance between negative and positive because – negativity impacts us 70x to positive messages. I mean, so our whole political narrative, you know, Maria, you and I have talked about this with Kevin uh, and with AfterBuzz, like a negative message is just so much more powerful than a positive message right now. And they're not even close to the balance. So you have to really manage your intake right now. It's the best advice I could give. Like, who are you talking to? How do they impact you? What are you watching? How does that impact you? What are you listening to? How does that impact you? Who are you spending time with? And how does that impact you? You know, so to expect to be balanced, uh, was it Megan who asked the question? Mm-hmm. To expect to be balanced, Megan, right now, um, if you need to balance your, your, your uh, uplifting intake at about 7x to your, uh, you know, scary intake. You need to know what's going on. You need to be educated. But like for me, I listened to Governor Cuomo um, one time, mm-hmm. and I felt like I was watching like Contagion. You know, like <laughs> so scary. So like, but I don't. I don't live in New York. Yeah, he pulled back his comments today. Today he was saying this is not going to be what you're thinking. It's not going to be the Holocaust. It's not going to be this lockdown where you can't leave your homes. And so it was. It was. I didn't get to hear the whole thing, but I heard through a friend because I was. Uh, um, yeah. producing, but you know what I mean? Like Eric Garcetti matters. You know what I mean? Like Mayor Garcetti, Gavin Newsom, mm-hmm. like they're relevant. So like, what's the information that like, you know, like uh, Lou Holtz, the head coach of Notre Dame would always talk about what's important now. So I think the balance is how are you consuming your content? Um, you know, should you be getting it from the BBC? Should like, I'm watching local, uh, KTLA, NBC, just basic information and get you because you do need to know what's going on. Yeah. So I think that that's important. And really, um, you know, go on walks. Good balance. I had a surgical procedure, so I like I can't go down to the strand as much, but still doing 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 20 minutes. Um, Balance your behavior, like keep balanced behavior in terms of watching, listening, moving, exercising, talking. And I think your life will be more balanced if you behave more balanced. Yeah, I agree. That's why I think kind of keeping a routine is important. So it's like we stay in shape, not just physically, but emotionally. It's like, okay, I'm going to get up. I'm going to do my run. I'm going to have my, you know, breakfast. I'm going to, you know, watch a little bit of news because it is important for us right now to keep updated. Um, because like today it started coming out that, 
younger and younger people are being becoming seriously ill. And guess what? They're the ones that really need to know this because, you know, not all of them, of course, I've seen millennials taking it very seriously. Thank you. Uh, but you know, we need to keep hearing the newest information. And okay. so staying in, in, up to date is important, but like keeping a limit to it, then go off and do something fun. Watch a funny movie, um, meditate. I said to everybody in the last couple of days, this is such a great opportunity. If you don't have to work right now, what an incredible opportunity to better yourself in the areas that you didn't have time to better yourself in before, to take up a new hobby, to learn something new, to study something. Um, I think it's, uh, it's, it's, you, you have to find the good in everything, even these horrible crisis moments. Yeah. And, 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 you know, I have a friend that works for ABC that was on good morning America yesterday and she was up covering the, uh, all everything going on in Seattle and, uh, came back and woke up one morning with achy and was diagnosed on Monday with, you know, uh, coronavirus 34 years old. Uh, but you know, like, um, physically strong, really healthy. And now she's like 90% of the way through it. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of people are, a lot of people will like, will, will have it and never even know they have it, which is the whole idea behind social distancing. But you know, she's isolated and all the different things, like, you know, like, um, you know, this thing isn't going to choose people or choose lifestyles. I mean, it's, you know, it, it you know, it, it's going to happen. But I also watched how she handled it on good morning America. Like she never panicked. Yeah. She got the information, you know, and navigated it. So that's why information is really important. Um, even for me, like high-fiving when I get my temperature, like who knows what's right or what's wrong. But, you know, you, you, you're monitoring and controlling the things that you can. So um, information is power, but, but consumption is more powerful than information right now. Yeah. And, um, you know, and you can't go to church. Right? I know. <laughs> can't do some of the things that we really rely on. To, I mean, if I walk into church for for ten minutes as a Catholic, I walk out. I feel like a hundred times better just just for the fact I was there. And now you know, now you you can't really do that. So you have to adapt and adjust where you're going to get your sort of uplifting messages. The Church of Better Together. <clears throat> church of Better Together, but I think there's you know you have an audience. Uh, you know, Tom Bilyeu, different types of people, Simon Sinek. I saw some stuff Simon did, you know, we're doing the same thing. Russell, Russell's doing a lot of Instagram live, uh, limitless minds. We're, 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 we're learning, you know, how to do different types of things. Um, uh, but, uh, you know, I can't tell people enough, Maria, um, that we are in control of what we consume mm -hmm. and, uh, don't be an you know, don't just don't be an idiot right now. Yeah. You know what I was thinking of this morning um, was that yesterday um, a friend of a friend's got uh, corona and got diagnosed with coronavirus and the doctors told her to stay at home and that they can um, treat her over the phone or talk to her over the phone because there's no treatment necessarily. And so I thought about it for a second. I said, hmm. I think in the other countries, they didn't have the benefit, obviously, that we have of kind of now seeing what's happened. And maybe we'll be able to keep people in their homes and, and you know, treat over the phone and eliminate the amount of people who are going to flood our hospital systems to leave it to the most vulnerable people. And perhaps we won't have the crisis that we would have 
if all of these people were just rushing to their doctor. Yeah, I mean, that's like, look, that's where education's a game changer, um, you know, and that's where, um, you know, we're going to learn because we have examples of countries that have done it well and countries that haven't. Yeah. Um, now, we, we can't, you know, implement martial law and some of the other things, but um, like to, to wake up this morning and find out that China didn't have one new uh, incident yesterday, that's a really big deal. Mm-hmm. And that couldn't be a more underreported message. Yeah. Right. So, or that 85,000 people have fully recovered, you know, yeah. um, that's if they're telling yeah, us the that, truth too, because <laughs> they didn't tell us the truth from the beginning. So maybe they're not telling us the truth now. Who knows? Who knows? But, but there's, there's places that you can go that you can trust. Like I trust Robin Roberts is going to tell the truth, you know, and then I, I, you know, I don't have any expectations for our president, um, nor, you know, not bad or good. It's just, you know, um, it is what it is. It is what it is. And then, you know, like I worked, talked to multiple stockbrokers today and, you know, that I work with, um, you know, 19,000 versus 30,000, like there's a new normal. You have to adapt and you have to be really strategic. Mm-hmm. You have to be really smart. Um, I just think right now, you know, you and I talked about it. I think there's four levels of functionality. People are unconsciously incompetent and that means they don't know that they don't know. And that's a really difficult place to be right now where, where education wise, like you're not listening, you're not paying attention, but you think you're knowledgeable, right? That's how our president is sometimes, um, you know, um, and then that next phase, which is consciously incompetent, where you get the education, but maybe you don't apply it yet. Mm-hmm. Unconsciously competent is where we, we can have really big moments, but we don't know why we're good or why today went well. And then I think consciously competent, Maria, is where we need to be striving to get to, which is I understand what I need to do to make today effective, you know, as a parent, as a husband, as a wife, um, as a business person, um, you know, like why be upset if everything's a conference call or a Zoom meeting, if that's the new normal? Yeah. People are going to be successful in in Microsoft Teams um, and, you know, your podcast you might gain a million followers and you might gain a whole new audience because you're engaging every day, um, you know, in, in, in doing what you're doing right now. And, and, uh, which is cool. I watched you guys, uh, maybe yesterday or two days ago. Um, just because I wanted a good message. Yeah. We have a question from the chat actually. Well, we have a lot of questions, but one technique they're asking for one technique we can do when we feel like we're losing control. Yeah. So I'm a big believer in externalization. So when you feel like you're losing control, really monitor your external language. Um, I really think the internal thoughts are challenging. Maria, you and I have talked about meditation and some of those things. But like the first thing is, how am I talking about my life right now? Ooh, yeah, it's so easy to forget. How I speak about my life predicts and perpetuates my life. Thoughts become things. Thought, well, words become things yeah. more powerfully, uh, 10 times more powerfully than thoughts do. So our, don't worry about your thoughts right now. Worry about your words. So I think that's the number one thing right now. Uh, what I'm saying out loud, uh, because Maria, Kevin, Stephanie, um, Gal Gadot, I mean, we're always in control of what we say out loud. And I found myself, Maria, a couple of days ago on the phone you know, like talking for 20 minutes about this haircut thing <laughs> and, and, you know, um, rather than like 
I'm going to be okay. Like I can get a freaking haircut. Yeah. You, know? you can cut um, it yourself. Right. And, I mean, and, when and, it gets there, we're going to have to, you know, I, I mean, we're, we're all staying away from everything at this point because you just can't, um, you can't risk it. Right. So, but that's what I think, you know, monitor your externalization right now. There's internal consumption, but there's external output. Uh, and your own words are contagious to the people around you, mm-hmm. just like they're contagious to you. Um, and like I have my buddy, the CEO of MGM Studios, one of them runs, you know, the Clippers, you know, like I still have buddies that are coming over because you can be in groups under 10. I've got a good friend that's uh, recovering from uh, from uh, breast uh, breast cancer that that's coming by, you know, every other day. And but I never have more than three people over here. Yeah. Uh, and we just kind of <clears> hang out and we're and we're talking and then we like we watch movies and 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 we and we we're going to get through this. We're 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 people that need other people. So um, stay engaged with the world, but really be mindful of how you're talking about March, 2020. Yeah. How are you coaching your athletes during this time? That's another question from the chat. I think it's a great question. Be curious to know what you're telling them. Yeah. You know, I've had a lot of those conversations, really a lot of text messages. So I'm very mindful of like how I'm texting because Post-divorce, my text game's gotten better. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, um, I, I would say the Major League Baseball guys are still in the cadence of kind of the offseason. So they're okay. Uh, although one of them, you know, that's, I'm, that I'm close with just had a colon surgery out of Johns Hopkins. And, uh, you know, so you got all that kind of going on. But I would say in general, baseball players – are okay right now kind of navigating this process. The NBA players have kind of taken to video games and then the video game community of playing against each other. Um, and they're, they're still really under the belief that any week their season's going to start again. No way. Yeah, I think they still think that. Wow. Um, the NFL, you know, it is the off season, So it really won't be till next month that the guys really understand kind of what's happening. Uh, but I think in general right now, it's just minimizing anxiety. Uh, a lot of them come from tough socioeconomic backgrounds, so making sure they're doing the best they can to support their families. They feel just the way, same way you do about your family, Maria. So they're just trying to really do a good job of controlling that um, and being as supportive as they can. Um, and then you just, I think there's just a lot of listening. Yeah. Another question from the chat, Trevor, and again, we're with Trevor Moad, the um, he was named by sports illustrated as the world's best brain trainer. And he has an amazing book called it takes what it takes. That's killing it on the bestseller list. Um, Trevor, they're asking, what are you doing instead of church? Yeah, it's weird. I haven't really adapted that well to that. Like even with praying yet, you know, cause I'm more of a pray at church as opposed to a pray on my own. Um, so, um, uh, I would say listening to Christian music on walks has been the only substitute to date. I went to uh, some of the apps. Judah Smith is where I go to church typically in uh, Beverly Hills. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, church home. Um, but I don't like the app very much. Got so, it. Yeah, Kanye's soon going to be creating a church online, I'm sure, so that that will all be easy. <laughs> yeah, um, so I think try something. Yeah. The last question I have for you, Trevor, and again, thank you for your time, is what are you doing to get better during this time? 
I think what a great, great question. Um, and I think it's just a matter of, um, I think we have to set goals for ourselves. So my goal right now, a lot of it, you know, Maria and you and I have talked about it physiologically is just um, get healthy um, and, you know, navigate that. And um, so I, I can kind of win that battle right now by, uh, you know, resting, relaxing, recurring, getting the work on my wound, kind of all those things. And, and then um, exercising, walking. And then I've been sort of fortunate. Some of these things have been canceled uh, just because it's made it, you know, given me some more time to heal up. And then also uh, adapting, you know, like business wise, what we're really doing is, you know, and I was talking to my agent on the speaker's side, and I know you have a speaker's agent as well. Like um, my group leading authorities is out of Washington, D.C. Um, like, how do you meet people in a relevant place right now? Yeah. So I want to get better. I want to learn how to do better webinars. I'm going to go into uh, like Gardena to a studio on Monday and film a bunch of digital content. Uh, I may go down to San Diego with Russell Wilson, film a bunch of digital content, really talking heavily about neutral thinking and it takes what it takes. And, and this idea of, of a negativity diet right now. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, so I think still challenging yourself to improve, but I think the real challenge for all of us in business right now, exactly what you you're doing, uh, you and Stephanie Maria is, is coming up with um, coming up with a medium that's going to meet people in relevant places right now. Um, so you know how do you um, how do you talk to people uh, through Microsoft Teams or through Zoom or whatever, um, and make a really dynamic, cool, engaging um, platform that's going to help people get better at Johnson and Johnson at uh, you know any of the businesses that we work with. Or even, you know, from a from a professional sport platform, that's that's where I'm challenging myself, my business partners to get better. Um, you know, we may not have a studio like you have, but how can we go to someplace um, and, and take that next step? And I think that that's people win the weight, right, Maria? Like win the weight. Like people are going to find a way to stay above water or get better through this process. Um, and I think that that's that's the challenge for all of us. Um, is you know how do you do that, but also manage your expectations relative to the circumstances. I love it, Trevor. Thank you so much. You get well, better. Yeah, yeah, no, thank thank you so much. And uh, um, I, 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 you know, I've always, you know, unabashedly a big Maria Menounos fan. <laughs> Just your your uh, your energy, um, you know, your excitement, your enthusiasm. Like you have such an incredible enthusiasm. And now, like my dad used to say, the last four letters of enthusiasm, I-A-S-M, or I am sold myself. Like, I, I control my enthusiasm. And, you know, it's hard to catch that from the world right now. So you're really giving off a lot of that, Maria. And uh, I know in the last 20 minutes, it's made me better. And it's, you know, it's 1.30, it's, but it's made, made my day better. So thank you to you and Stephanie and and the forager, Kevin, wherever he's out in <laughs> Hobbitville right now. If you need um, a forager, so Kevin will be your forager. My challenge is for you guys to watch a little Rocky tonight. Oh, yes. And, uh, and keep keep it moving. But uh, thanks for the opportunity to jump on. And anytime, i uh, be happy to do it. We will definitely call on you again. Thank you, Trevor. Love you. Thanks, guys. He's amazing. So good. Trevor Moad, of course, the, the author weight. of It Takes What It Takes. If you want to get his book, it's available wherever books are sold. Um, I love Win the Weight.
Love it. And it, we had someone in the chat accidentally put win the weight W E I G H T. And I was like, and he's like, oh, that was wrong. And I said, we got to really? win that too. We got to win that too. <laughs> I know. We got to win a lot of things. But I think what a great kind of title for this show how to win the weight, right? We will update that. <laughs> yeah. Or, or like the negativity diet. Like, because the truth is, is like he said, these, these things we're consuming are so powerful to our psyche and our immune system gets lowered by it too. So that's why I, I'm, I'm glad he felt the same way. I'm glad we get to do this because this is like my therapy and I feel like it's going to be um, a great positive outlet for all of us together um, to be better. Yeah. And, and a shout out to Gina at Cedar Sinai for the amazing faith over fear line. So as I, of course, preach the be prepared so that you aren't caught with your pants down, um, because there are certain things that you do have to prepare for. Like in my opinion, as like ultimate producer, since I've been little, have to think about the loved ones and, how you are going to take care of them in a moment of crisis, but then have faith for the things that you can't control. You have to leave it to God. Just remind him. Yes. (laughs) You're leaving this one to him. Um, And, uh, and let's all think about how we're going to win the weight. And what was the other one? It was win the weight and weight the something. I'll have to find it. it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, let's just all focus on how I was, to win I'm the focused weight. on my negativity diet. That too. <laughs> that too. I'm going to put that into action today. Yes. I am not going to watch any more news today. I'm going to try to just have fun, maybe take a nap. And um, I think what he said was right. Like we, we don't have to have that same kind of pressure, um, but let's win the weight. I think that's a yeah, great way to do it. It is kind of cool. It's it's like I do see people like you and I, obviously, and we saw John Legend going live and he said Russell Wilson. And it's like we are in our our like kind of sweats, hangout clothes, but we're here to just come together. So it is a little less. Oh, yeah. Maria's been killing the sweatpants. Gang. Are those Uggs? Those are vintage Uggs because oh. it was raining <laughs> and they're going to protect my feet. Normally, I have my Adidas slippers that Max has bitten into and look haggard. So if you look at my TikTok video, it's a hot mess. Hashtag bring back the Uggs. But P.S. I wasn't trying to be fashionable there and I wasn't trying to be a great dancer. So I'm just trying to have fun. Love it. Um, But yeah, I think this this is a really good message for today. And we'll be back tomorrow as well, hopefully with Dr. Royal. We'll see because I really want to get information on... um, pets dr royal or bethany frankel we have a lot of great guests lined up so many people that are giving us advice in all the areas because this is going to affect all the areas yeah so stay tuned and we'll be on um at maria menounos we'll all we'll always update who our guest is and when we're going to go live yeah and i'm going to talk to tony robbins about coming on and aj gupta who is um a financial guru tony featured in his book money master the game and unshakable if you have not read them download them or buy them instantly. They are amazing reads and really important right now. Um, And so I think uh, what an amazing opportunity to read Money Master the Game. It's only 600 pages, but use this time to become self-empowered so that when we do have money on the other side, we know what 
to do with it. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I think, um, Tony's going to be a great guest. AJ will be a great guest. Um, I want to get a parenting expert on or a great teacher that can teach us how to handle our kids at home. Um, so we're going to be continuing to think of ideas for the show to help you guys and to help all of us together. But in the meantime, let's win the wait. Be nice people, make good choices and be present. Well, that's it for today, Heal Squad. Before I let you go, I want to make sure you don't forget to take care of yourself today. I'll be making sure I'm not forgetting to get outside, do my meditations, and of course, keep myself fueled with some sweet, chilly, wonderful pistachios. Wonderful pistachios, as you know, are my go-to when hunger strikes because they're one of the highest protein nuts providing all nine essential amino acids, and they're great for on-the-go snacking. So... When you're ready to elevate your snacking game, visit wonderfulpistachios.com to grab a bag. 